0: Welcome to Rock, Pop, and Roll Special Edition episode, Little Richard Made Rock and Roll.
1: Well, it's Saturday night and I just got paid. Pulled up by my money, don't try to save. My heart say go, go. Have a time cause Saturday night Now I feel it fine. I'm gonna rock it up. I'm gonna rip it up. I'm gonna shake it up. Gonna it up. I'm gonna rock it up. And ball tonight. A eighth shad go down by the Union Hall when the dots not jumpin'. I have a ball, I'm on a rock it up. I'm gonna rip it up. I'm gonna shake it up. Gonna ball it up. I'm gonna rock it up and ball tonight.
0: In the beginning there were seven men that ignited the explosion of rock and roll. There was Chuck Berry, there was Jerry Lee Lewis, Buddy Holly, Bo Diddley, Fats Domino, Elvis, and Little Richard. Chuck told the stories. Buddy showed you how to front a three- or four-piece rock band. Bo created a beat. Jerry Lee, he was a country wild man, crazy with a couple of huge hits. Fats, he was the sound of New Orleans chill. Elvis, well, Elvis became the king, right? He was a small-town boy with some 50s all shucks charm that belied his white boy hip-swiveling more handsome than any other human talent ever. And Little Richard Penniman? He was the screaming, inspired, piano-playing black man who was versed in gospel music and in church and sex and reckless stage antics with a mouth that wouldn't stop. And Little Richard, he had the hits. Little Richard was both the rockin' and the rollin' sound of the explosion so this podcast rock pop and roll is about the music of the 80s so how's little richard fit in here well we start where it ended for little richard his final flirtation with having a hit record was in 1986 with a single called great gosh almighty it crawled to just outside the top 40 stalled at number 42 the song was co-written with billy preston we'll go round in circles uh, he was the fifth Beatle. that billy preston it was in a movie called Down and Out in Beverly Hills, which has the uh, uh, distinction of being the first R-rated Disney film ever released. Uh, the song was a rewind to that sound of classic Little Richard gospel sound, screaming, piano and guitars. It was a, it was a nice little throwback, even if it wasn't a big hit. Here's Great Gosh Almighty. little piece of music, I think, uh, even though it wasn't a hit. You want a reminder of the importance of Little Richard and what he was in creating rock and roll? He, Elvis, Buddy Holly, and James Brown were the first class that were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A little history lesson here. Bill Haley had a 1953 song called Crazy Man Crazy and was considered by many the first rock and roll record to reach the Billboard charts. He followed that up. 1954 with rock around the clock it went to number 1 so it was the first rock and roll record to achieve significant commercial success so you can point to that and then there was a next wave that came on in 55 that broke down all the walls now elvis elvis did have that's all right mama came out in late 54 you listen to that record now it sounds tame compared to the banshee performances both on stage and on record Uh, that defined Little Richard. He recorded for a label, a little small label called Specialty Records, for two years. Man, what an impression he made. September 1955 to October 1957, those recording sessions arguably rank as the most influential in the history of rock and roll music. He had musicality. He had charm. He had charisma, a wild stage show. What he did created essentially that rock and roll blueprint, right? that followed him to everyone from James Brown to the Beatles, Jimi Hendrix to CCR Springsteen to Prince. All There's a line that runs through all those artists that is a little Richard and his influence. It all started back in 1955, October of 1955. Th- this actually was not a smash hit single, but it was the record that fueled the fire for rock and roll fans. Went to number 21, was as high as it got, but it was oh it still is Tootie fruity
1: oh <laughs>
0: Yeah, unbelievably great. Little Richard. uh, That began this string of of singles that would create his legend. Five months later, March of 56, a song the Beatles latched on to. Long Tall Sally went to number 13 for Little Richard. Paul McCartney said it was the first song that he ever sang sang in public. It was later recorded by the Beatles. And here's a live version with the Beatles paying tribute to Little Richard.
2: Um... (laughs) The next song, the next song we'd like to do is one which was originally recorded by a person who's a very big favourite of ours, Little Richard. The song is called Long Tall Sally. I'm gonna tell him Mary,
0: Outside of that for Little Richard was a song called "Slippin' and Slidin'" which went uh, to number thirty three altogether. In nineteen fifty six and early fifty seven, this this string of hits, this legendary accumulation of rock and roll that had never been heard, he would produce seven singles in the U.S. that would be seminal products, just things that were crafted and carved the way rock and roll would evolve and become and his influence rip it up went to number 27 in june of 56 he had a a b-side of that was ready teddy uh, rock classic lucille in 1957 still played by rock bands little richard found himself a formula and stuck to it and uh just hit after hit sounded so good detroiter mitch rider would later take a little richard tune and pair it with cc rider and make a song of his own called jenny take a ride which Springsteen later attached a third song, "Good Golly Miss Molly," a Little Richard song, and used that trio of tunes as an encore mashup that Springsteen called the Detroit Medley. Used it in concerts from the mid '70s all the way until uh, the E Street Band's most recent tour in 2017. All of it came from the beginning of '57, actually June of '57, with Little Richard's hit "Jenny Jenny" went to number ten and started. That whole string of dominoes. Here's a live version from Little Richard. Up at the piano sweating oh, the live version from little richard uh, he was on fire a great great performance of that the amazing role continued two months later in august of 1957 with another uh, top 10 hit keep a Rockin'" at number eight before his last big hit which was originally cut in those sessions of 1956 but not released until january of 58 the classic Good golly, Miss Molly. The string of hits that made Little Richard the rock and roll legend he became. By the time he left Specialty Records in 1959, he had scored a total of nine top 40 pop singles, 17 top 40 R&B singles, and most of those R&B singles were top five. A lot of number ones, a lot of number twos. Ooh, My Soul became his final top 40 hit at number 38 in 1958. The Legend of Little Richard it's not right now if I don't mention that there was a lot of radio stations under pressure to keep black music off the radio airwaves back in the 50s. Pat Boone had a clean version of Tootie Frutti that was an even bigger hit than Little Richard's original. He also had a hit with Long Tall Sally, but Little Richard had made his mark. Other recordings of his songs couldn't stop him. Only The only thing that could stop Little Richard was Little Richard himself. He was at the height of his fame when he left the U.S. in late 57 for a tour of Australia. And as he told the story, he went on that tour. He was exhausted. The IRS was after him. He was pissed at the low royalty rate he was receiving from specialty records. He had signed a contract that gave him half a cent, half a penny for every record he sold. So Tutti Frutti sold a half a million copies. He made about $25,000 off that record. So the story goes, he was playing in Australia for about 35,000 people, looked up, saw a ball of fire shoot over his head. He was later told it was the Russian spacecraft Sputnik 1. But to him, it was a sign. It was a sign from God. He vowed to quit music and go back to God. And that's what he did for a while.
2: Oh,
1: such me, Lord. Please touch me, Lord Now, now, you just Turn the lights from heaven On my soul Oh, you find anything That shouldn't
0: richard he quit secular music he went into the ministry where he stayed until 1962 and that's when he went to england and over the next two years he played to wildly enthusiastic fans in england and germany and france among his opening acts were the beatles and the rolling stones
1: that lives down the street Some people think she's square But I say she's sweet You can see her every day Strolling up and down the way Looking so pretty And this is what I say She's got it Oh, Baby, she's got it Ooh, Baby, she's got it I can't do without her Baby, blue eyes Long black hair put cheeks And she's no square She's got it Oh, Baby, she's got it Ooh, Baby, she's got it I can't do without her a ruby lips, shapely hips. When she walked down the streets, the cat flip. She's got it. has got it. Ooh, baby, she's got it. I can't do without
0: it. So even though Little Richard came back, he never really white white found white that white magic in America white again. White he did tour in the 70s in the popular revival tours of the time. Later in the 70s, Little Richard lost his way. Alcohol, cocaine. In 77, he again turned from rock and roll, to god he became a bible salesman he began recording gospel songs and again he mostly mostly disappeared from music
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hope that I live <laughs> when
0: Was a single he released back in 1970. Little Richard was a preacher. He officiated ceremonies of famous rockers like Little Steven Van Zant from Springsteen's E Street Band. When Little Steven married his wife Maureen, Little Richard married Tom Petty and his wife Dana. Great Gosh, of Mighty in '86 though would prove to be Little Richard's final shot at rock and roll. It was the year he played the opening ceremonies. At the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. He liked to remind people that he was the architect of rock and roll. Rolling Stone placed Little Richard at number 12 on their list of the 100 greatest singers of all time. By the time he had stopped performing, Little Richard was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Songwriters Hall of Fame, had a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Grammys and the Rhythm and Blues Foundation. Tutti Frutti was added to the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry in 2010. And in the end, Little Richard summed up his internal struggle, one that had also haunted another of the early piano rockers, Jerry Lee Lewis. Although I sing rock and roll, Little Richard said, God still loves me. And those of us who love rock and roll love Little Richard and what he created. Thanks, Little Richard. And thanks for listening. Find Rock, Pop, and Roll at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. You can also find us on the web at rockpopandroll.com. This has been a special presentation from Rock, Pop, and Roll, leaving you with Little Richard's version of There Will Be Peace in the Valley. I
2: am tired and so weary but I'm old. All alone Till the Be green and the skies will be clean and serene. Oh, yes, the sun ever shines, giving one. We'll never